Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is sponsored by Locker Room, the live audio-only sports talk platform. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time by downloading the Locker Room app for free in the iOS App Store. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, May 12th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. Go leave me a review if you want to. It's all free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Yesterday was officially the first day of the offseason for the Chicago Blackhawks, but it didn't take them very long to get to work for next year, as Early in the morning, Scott Powers of The Athletic reported that the Hawks had officially signed forward Henrik Borgstrom to a two-year deal through the 2022-2023 campaign. And of course, Borgstrom was the main piece of the return in the deal that sent both Lucas Carlson and Lucas Walmark to the Florida Panthers, and the Blackhawks also received Riley Stillman, Brett Connolly, and a 2021 seventh-round pick in that deal as well. Even though that uh, contract for Brett Connolly isn't the friendliest, especially for a fourth liner, that deal overall has the potential to be a very good trade by general manager Stan Bowman. Looking at Lucas Carlson, as I've talked about in earlier episodes this year, he was kind of just another defenseman that was caught in the logjam a little bit. Other guys like Ian Mitchell, Wyatt Kalanuck, Nicholas Bodan all seem to be higher on the pecking list than Carlson. And then Lucas Walmark, that was just a nightmare of a signing by the Hawks right from the get-go. Dude spent the majority of his time here in Chicago being a healthy scratch. So to get rid of those two for both Stillman and Borgstrom, I mean, hell with Connolly's contract. That return is worth every penny that he costs. And now Borgstrom is locked in for the next two years in Chicago and will be coming back over to North America for his second stint in the NHL. Taking a little deeper dive on Borgstrom here quickly, he's a former first-round pick of the Panthers back in 2016. He went 23rd overall in that draft. That was the Austin Matthews draft, for those of you that are trying to go back and think which one the 2016 draft was. Then, After playing junior hockey in his home country of Finland, which led to him getting drafted in the first round, Borgstrom went on to play two years of college hockey with Denver University, where he was teammates with Hawks defenseman Ian Mitchell. That's where Bowman and the Hawks scouting department first got a look at Borgstrom. 
And in his second year there with Denver, Borgstrom went off. He tallied 52 points in 40 games and won the Hobie Baker Award for top player in all of college hockey. An incredibly gifted offensive player that, as Stan Bowman put it, really could do it all at that level. But after making the jump to the NHL late in 2017, Borgstrom just kind of struggled to get settled in as he picked up only 18 points in his first 50 NHL games. Not horrible from a rookie by any means, but also a little bit underwhelming after all he was able to accomplish in two years at Denver. And then in his second year out of college, only four games played at the NHL level. The rest of the year, Borgstrom spent down in the AHL playing for the Panthers affiliate Springfield Thunderbirds. And even down there, he didn't exactly light it up. Just 23 points in 49 games in the AHL in 2019-20. And that's even more disappointing when you consider that in just 24 AHL games the year before, Borgstrom had racked up 22 points. He was nearly a point-per-game player his first time, first time around, which I'm sure led to the NHL call-up. But then, he failed to eclipse even half a point per game with Springfield in 2019-20. So clearly, his confidence level wasn't the highest. And as Armando Velez, the host of Lockdown Panthers, said when we first did a crossover following the trade, Borgstrom was really just needing a change of scenery. It just wasn't working out in Florida for whatever reason. 19 points in 58 NHL games over there. Um... Over the course of his first couple years with the Panthers, I should say. And because of those struggles, plus I'm sure he was not too happy spending the entire year down in the A. But because of all of that, when Borgstrom became a free agent at the end of last year, he elected not to sign with Florida and head back to Finland to play with his hometown team, HIFK in Helsinki, excuse me. That's the junior team. That Borgstrom grew up playing for, so he joined HIFK for 2021, somewhere he's comfortable and familiar with. They're they're also in the top division over in Finland, which is Liga, a pretty strong league. And in 30 games for them this season, Borgstrom finished with 11 goals and 10 assists for 21 points. Pretty solid production out of the 23-year-old. Hopefully, you know, as I said, he was able to go home relieve some stress, get comfortable, find his game a little bit, and will be ready to come back over and have a much longer and more successful second stint in the NHL. And going forward, with Borgstrom now officially signed on for two years, you gotta think he's gonna be cemented in the middle of the Blackhawks' plans during this rebuild, and to likely kick off next season in a top-nine role. As I have talked about a lot on the show recently, though, there's just not a whole lot of open roster spots available for the forward group next season. I think still a lot has to happen this offseason to clear up a couple spots because taking a quick look at who the Blackhawks have just at the center position alone for next year. If Jonathan Taze is able to come back like recent reports recent reports suggest he could, we heard Bowman say he doesn't have any updates today, but if Taze is able to come back then you gotta pencil him in as the top-line center. And then, on the second line, gotta figure that's where Kirby Doc will be slided in. And then there's now Borgstrom, Pia Suter, Philip Kurashev, David Kampf, and potentially Dylan Strom. All those guys are natural centers. And that's not even considering 
all the young guys down in Rockford that are trying to come up. Or even a guy like Mackenzie Entwistle, who's a natural center as well. So something's got to give here for the Blackhawks forward group with so many guys in the mix and only so many open spots. But that's a problem for later on down the road. Definitely excited to get Henrik Borgstrom on board and see what he's got in store for the Chicago Blackhawks in 2021-2022. All right, there are my thoughts on Henrik Borgstrom reaching an agreement with the Blackhawks on the first day of the offseason. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to talk about all of the players' exit interviews that took place on Tuesday. But first... I need to talk to you all about Locker Room, the live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and free to use. With Locker Room, you can start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together. I personally will be doing a show once a week, and you can react to the biggest news, rumors, and trades with other people. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app for free in the iOS App Store, go create a profile, and link your Twitter to join a group, and then you'll be able to share your spiciest takes with the rest of the world. Be sure to check out Locker Room for free right now to be a part of the best audio-only social media platform for sports fans. I also need to talk about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like peanut butter, double chocolate, salted caramel, and now they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15, capital L and LOCKED, then the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. I just got done talking about Henrik Borgstrom signing a two-year deal. Moving on now, I wanted to be sure to talk about all the Blackhawks exit interviews that took place yesterday. Several Blackhawks players held their final interviews of the season. We heard from Patrick Kane. Alex DeBrinkett, Brandon Hagel, Nikita Zadorov, Kirby Doc, just to name a few. And we learned quite a bit from each player on their thoughts on how the year went. First off, for DeBrinkett, I gotta start by saying congratulations to the cat. It was announced via Dylan Strom leaking the info, by the way. Uh, it was announced that DeBrinkett and his girlfriend Lindsay are planning to get married this summer. What a way to wrap up an incredible 2021 for DeBrinkett. I know it was a tough year, you know, with COVID and all, especially for the players and all their restrictions that they had to deal with. But to bounce back the way he did this year and now 
to top it off by getting married to his longtime girlfriend in a couple of months. Gotta say, that's a pretty good stretch for Debrink, and I'm sure he's all smiles somewhere right now. But what I really wanted to get into with Debrinkit and his interview is that he clearly is hungry. Not only to get better in all areas of his game, but to help his team become more successful and get back to playing postseason hockey. And that was really the common theme from all the Blackhawks players during these interviews yesterday. Patrick Kane said he was going to be a man on a mission to try and get the Blackhawks back into the postseason next year. Even Kirby Doc, when he was asked where he would like his game to be in a year, he wasn't even asked about the team. He was asked about his game in particular. But he answered immediately by saying a year from now, he wants to be competing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So you can tell that the guys are upset that they came up short this season. Even in a year where they weren't projected to be anywhere close to sniffing the playoffs. It just shows you that no matter what's going on, behind closed doors, and in the front office and everything, no matter what stage the organization is in, on the ice, the players are the same everywhere. All they want to do in this league is win. So I thought it was pretty cool to hear all three of those star players, Patrick Kane, Alex Dabrinkit, and Kirby Doc, all pretty honed in on wanting to do a better job as a team next season. I also wanted to mention that in Kane's interview, he admitted that he had been dealing with a little bit of an injury down the stretch of the season. Kane didn't exactly say what in particular had been bothering him, only that it was a little issue that he had been dealing with and that he hopes it's nothing too serious. And while Kaner didn't make this sound like too big of a deal, when we're talking about any sort of injury with an elite caliber player like Patrick Kane, it's hard to just brush any of this stuff off and act like it's not a big deal. Kane said that the team has done a lot of good things throughout the year to make the problem sort of go away, but he did say there were other times where it just didn't feel as great. I'll be keeping my fingers crossed that this is as minor as Kaner is making it seem, but another thing that crosses my mind with this entire situation is that this guy was on a freaking tear this season while injured. There are still some games to be played across the league uh, because of the COVID rescheduling earlier on in the season and everything, but at the moment, Kane is... Fifth in the NHL with 66 points and tied for second in assists with 51. And he did all of that while dealing with a minor injury and having a career-low shooting percentage. Just incredible how special of a player this guy is. 66 points in 56 games this season. In comparison, Kane only had 66 points in 82 games back in 2011-2012. And the 51 assists was as many as he had in 70 games last year and is tied for the fifth most in his 14-year career. Hopefully, whatever the injury may be, won't be something that affects Kaner long-term because it's almost scary to think that he put up those kind of numbers with a career-low shooting percentage and being less than 100%. Imagine what he could do going forward if he returns to being fully healthy. The last exit interview I wanted to talk about was Dylan Strom's. Strom talked a little bit about being a healthy scratch a couple of times down the stretch of the season, stating that, and I quote, it pissed him off and came as a bit of a surprise sometimes. He used uh, a game a couple of weeks ago as a prime example. That one was against the Nashville Predators where the Blackhawks, there was kind of some confusion as to what their lineup was going to be. They skated out for the pregame skate with seven defensemen on the ice, even though that didn't seem to be the lineup plan heading into the contest. 
and at the last second, right before the game, Strom found out that he was going to be the healthy scratch for the night. Just from all the situations that the Blackhawks put him through this season, it's just hard for me to imagine him coming back. Getting scratched in key games versus Nashville, also in two of the final three games of the regular season, he was bouncing back and forth between positions when he clearly prefers to play center. It just doesn't seem like something you do to a guy you want as part of your future. But even after all that, Strom did say in his interview that he's looking forward to showing what he can do next year for the Blackhawks. Not sure if that was, you know, him just saving face publicly and saying all the right things, but that entire situation between Strom and the Hawks should be interesting this offseason as he only has one year left on his current contract with a cap hit of $3 million. All right, I think that takes care of the news that came out during the exit interviews yesterday. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to talk about which Blackhawks players plan to take part in the 2021 IIHF World Championship this summer. But first, I need to talk to you all about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. And you can get your first 5000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockdownNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first 5000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockdownNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockdownNHL to start growing your savings. I also need to talk about BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And be sure to use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball is back. The NBA and NHL are getting down to their final games of the regular season. And for those interested in other things aside from sports, Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. Head on over to the website or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today and be sure to use our exclusive promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. I just finished up recapping the Blackhawks exit interviews on Tuesday. 
Now, to finish up today's episode, I wanted to be sure to bring up the couple of players that have confirmed they will take part in the 2021 IIHF World Champion this summer for their respected countries. First, the World Championship is set to take place from May 21st to June 6th in Latvia this year. It's always a fun and interesting tournament because the, the makeup of the teams, you never know if it's going to be a lot of NHLers, a lot of young guys. As I said, Finland a couple years ago, they came away with a gold medal without any NHL players on their roster. So it's always a fun mix and really anyone has a chance to win. And if you all remember correctly, that world championship in 2019, that was the last one that took place. That was when Kevin Lankinen first really jumped onto the scene by carrying Finland to that gold medal. He had that incredible performance against a loaded Russian team where they had Alex Ovechkin, Evgeny Malkin, uh, Victor Hedman, I believe. Not not Victor Hedman, he's Sweden. Uh, they, they had someone back there. The Ilya Kovalchuk, I think, was there as well. Possibly Pavel Datsuk. Um, and Finland, as I said, they didn't have a single NHL player on their roster but came away with a gold medal in large part due to Lankinen's incredible play in net. Still not sure if Lankinen is going to try and run it back and take part in this year's world championship, but we do know a couple of other Blackhawks that have already confirmed that they're going. Dominic Kubalik will once again play for the Czech Republic just like he did in 2019. And that performance there, where Kubalik, re Kubalik recorded 6 goals and 6 assists for 12 points in 10 games, Right after that is actually when the Blackhawks signed him to his first contract. And of course, as a rookie, went on to score 30 goals in just 68 games. Hopefully, Kubli can have another excellent performance for the Czech Republic. The second Blackhawks player that confirmed their participation was Brandon Hagel, who will be making his first appearance for Canada at a major world tournament. Well-deserving of the nomination is Hagel. He just completed... A tremendous rookie campaign with the Blackhawks where he finished 5th on the team in scoring with 9 goals and 15 assists for 24 points. And he'll also be joined by Blackhawks teammates Nicholas Bodan and Brandon Peary. Bodan, a, a great youngster. I'm excited to see what he's going to do there. But Peary, after spending all year in the AA, I can't really say I saw this one coming. Then, Nikita Zadorov also announced that he will be playing for Team Russia this summer. Zadorov helped the Russians win a bronze medal in the tournament in 2019. As I mentioned a moment ago, they came up just short after running into a hot goaltender that would become Zadorov's future teammate a few years later down the road, <clears throat> Kevin Lankinen. Uh, and also, I wanted to be sure to bring up that Nikita Zadorov and the Blackhawks have officially entered contract negotiations. Doesn't mean that he's 100% going to be back next year, but they are at least talking about it at the moment. And then the two final Blackhawks players that have confirmed they're going to the world championships are prospects. Lucas Reichel, who will be playing for Germany. And by the way, Stan Bowman in his exit interview today said that he's hopeful that Reichel will sign on with the Blackhawks after the conclusion of the world championships. And then Max Shalunov for Russia. Shalunov, of course, just had that incredible run, ridiculous stretch in the KHL playoffs. He led all scores with 12 goals in 22 games, and he was also right there near the top of the points leaders with 18. That incredible run was likely what got Shalunov back on the roster for Team Russia in 2021, and it'll be interesting to see 
if he's able to put together a strong tournament here and whether or not that will lead him to finally come over to North America and join the Blackhawks for next season. And also, with Reichel, only 18 years of age still. Pretty crazy that he's about to play in this tournament that young. Uh, he's going to be playing, of course, for Team Germany. And as I said, Stan Bowman, it, not really breaking news because I think for a while a lot of people have known that Reichel just doesn't have much left to prove over in Germany in the DEL. It seems like the best thing for him going forward would be to come over to North America and whether or not he plays for the Blackhawks or if he plays for the Ice Hogs, you know. Either way, I think that will be a good good experience for him because he'll get that next step of playing professional hockey in North America on the smaller sheet, getting up to speed and everything, uh, and hopefully by the end of the season he'll be a full-time regular in the Blackhawks lineup. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Wednesday, May 12th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by following Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can hit me on one of those Twitter accounts, you can email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.